Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today for the second time is Julian Schrenzel. Julian has over 15 years of experience as an ERP recruiter, industry thought leader, and public speaker. He has spoken and presented at ERP recruiting and business summits throughout the United States. Julian was born and raised in Seattle, Washington, and has worked for Dynexus since October 2008. Welcome back, Julian. Thank you, Ed. It's good to be back. Well, you're doing a session at the ITA Fall Collaborative coming up in December in Austin, and you connected with me and said, hey, let's talk a little bit about this because you think it's a little bit unique. But before we go there, tell our audience what the ITA is. Sure. So the ITA, which stands for Information Technology Alliance, is a group, a a, a cohort of um, accounting companies and mid-market ERP consulting companies, VARs and ISVs, who are all in a trade organization together to be able to meet, to share knowledge and work together to be more effective in the industry in which uh, we all live and breathe mid-market ERP uh, technologies. And they have a meeting, and well, they have multiple annual meetings, but the one that's coming up, I believe that's December 4 to 6 in Austin, Texas, is their fall collaborative. Um, and so I have been a member of ITA in the past. I am currently, my company is currently a member. Um, and um, it's been a really cool, a, a really great organization with a lot of, it's given me personally a lot of connections to the kind of people that have helped me and I've been able to help as well. So it's been pretty cool. Yes. And as I, as I recall, it's also the 25th anniversary celebration of the ITA. So that's kind of a double double meaning to it as well. Yes. And in fact, we are celebrating this month Dynexus's 25th anniversary is this month. My father started this company in 1997 this month. So we also share a 25th anniversary. Well, that the, the happy coincidence then. But <laughs> Julian, you're doing a session that's going to be, I think, pretty, or let's, let's, I can't say pretty unique because that's, that would be a modifier of unique. That's going to be unique. Tell, tell <laughs> us a little bit about your session. Yes. So, well, it takes me back a little bit because before I was ever a, um, a recruiter or a business owner, um, I was a performer um, and I studied a lot of improvisation. And I loved improvisation, but not so much for the, for the performance of it, though I do enjoy that. What really struck me about it was its practical application to the rest of the world. And what was really interesting about it is the big barrier that exists in the world where people don't practice improvisation because they are not artists. They are not creative types. And so before I ever was working with, with Dynexus, my recruiting company, I had a company called Improv Alive. And I was bringing the concepts and practices of improvisation from the stage to companies and organizations that were, had no way, were no way involved in art to help people that were C-level execs or developers or designers or uh, support reps on these on ways that they could communicate and interact with the world around them in more effective ways using these principles. So what's cool about the ITA and what's coming up and what I want to do with the ITA um, um, in, in, in December this year is we are doing a workshop that is going to be applied improvisation for leaders of people. And basically what we're gonna do is unlike any other like all the other tech 
conferences one might go to where you have a PowerPoint or you have a panel of people talking and you're sitting and listening, there will be none of that. No PowerPoint decks, no gonna be probably no chairs and tables. We are going to be um, engaged in a safe and um, comfortable um, environment where the envelope will be slightly pushed because people will be engaging in a practical, applicable um, exercises and games, they're really games, that will allow them to start to get some concepts around active listening, around negotiation, um, and, and around just general communication that will help them as leaders of human beings in an organization, which is a bunch of people trying to do something more than any one person can do, to give them the kind of skills and experience that will allow them to take some of those so key skills and concepts from theater improv and bring them and apply them into a non-arts world of business and collaboration. So it's gonna be crazy, it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be utterly different. It's gonna be a little bit, um, maybe a little uncomfortable, but everybody's gonna be doing it um, and nobody's gonna have expertise. So we're all gonna fail and we're gonna fail up and uh, celebrate the failures of it. So that's what I'm excited about doing. Well, that brings up a question. What, what do you think that people who haven't had experience with improv, do, what do they not understand about improv? I think people, when you think about improv, the first thing that often comes to people's mind is whose line is it anyway? And of course, it's really funny and it makes you laugh, right? Improv is funny and improv is done by people who are improvisers, Robin Williams, you know, people who are brilliant at doing that. But that's, that is a stereotype. And while it is definitely true that it, it can be very funny and that there are some amazing theater improvisers who are brilliant, the actual concepts and the practical application of the improvisation, uh, of improvising, has, has ground everywhere else in the world outside of the arts. Right now, I don't have a script I'm working off and Ed, I don't think you have a script either. We are improvising as we go at this moment. And being able to do that confidently and drawing on skills that help you to do that with confidence and ease, help you as a salesperson in a demo, as a leader, when you are working with your team members who are going through something tough, with family, with friends, with colleagues, with acquaintances, like it has so many practical applications and people don't think about that oftentimes. They think, oh, I'm not artsy. I'm not, you know, I'm not brilliant improviser. I'm, I'm not a theater type, but you don't have to be. You, know, you make an not to be. You make an interesting point because we, before we started recording, you you were asking me about if I ever improv, improvise on piano, and I said that I I didn't. But I, I did. I didn't realize until talking with you about this that it's it's only in in theater improv where the implication I think is improv equals funny. It's so true, right? You know, jazz improv is very serious, or can be very serious. It can it can be playful, but it but but it's it's not. It, you you don't think oh jazz improv equals funny. You're absolutely right. Yes, in music, we improvise all the time. And it's not to make, it's not for laughs. That's a very interesting concept that theater is. There are parts of theater that do have improvisation that are specifically not for laughs. You think of like reality TV is not all for the laugh, but it's unscripted. And a lot of times in reality TV, although 
there are so many instances where it's not impressive. There are some very powerful things that happen when you are engaging in the moment, but with your true self and not following some script. Well, Julian, this promises to be a super fun session. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully I will be able to participate as well. That'd, that'd be fun. But uh, just wanted to, to, as we, you know, we ask a, a question to every guest, regardless of the number of times that they've been on. And that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? You bet. So I think today, today, the person that comes to my mind is Volodymyr Zelensky, is uh, president of Ukraine. Of Ukraine, And I think that uh, his um, just... Imagine the improvisation that that man's got to do every day, waking up with something new happening to that country and having to bring a people through it as a leader. Uh, that, that's always been amazing to me. And so that would be, that's my choice today. All right. And lastly, Julian, how can somebody contact you? You can contact me by phone at 206-466-1342. You can get me by email at Julian S at dynexusgroup.com, or of course, check out my website at dynexusgroup, D-Y-N-E-X-U-S-G-R-O-U-P.com. That's it. All right. Julian Trenzel, owner and president of Dynexus Group. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you, Ed. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.